Girls, how do you know when a guy is genuinely good and not just trying to get into your pants? I used to think that I was kind of obligated to have sex with my boyfriends when they wanted it just because that was what you did in order to be a good girlfriend. A few of my exes expected sex, so I just complied, even if I wasn't feeling well or was tired or whatever. One day, I was really sick and my current boyfriend was helping me out. I told him that I felt really bad, but I just didn't think I could have sex that night. He looked me dead in the eye and said, I don't need to have sex with you to love you. I learned a lesson that night about what a good man is. Remember people, you do not have a right to sex, it is simply a privilege. When he does a nice thing, then doesn't make a big deal out of it, because he's doing it for the sake of being a good person, rather than hoping to get something extra out of it. Like if someone gives you a lift home and doesn't mention it ever again, except to accept or reject monetary payment. Nice guys, trademark, will give a lift home and then not let you out of the freaking car afterwards, saying, Wow, that was a really nice thing I did for you. What are you going to do for me? I've never really liked the nice guy moniker. I know where it comes from. I get it. The whole like, I'm such a nice guy. Why does no one want to date me? So why don't we just, you know, scrap the nice guy moniker and call them what they really are. Sexual opportunists. The night I knew I'd marry my husband was before we even started dating. I knew he'd been interested for a few months, but I wasn't available and he respected that. Never pushed boundaries I had set. One night, I was working a late shift and got ready to leave at about 10pm. I'd been dropped off earlier in the afternoon because my dumb butt forgot to put gas in my car, so it was sitting on the side of the freeway about half an hour drive away. I called my ride multiple times, nothing. I called my roommate, nothing. Called my friend that lived in the same town, nothing. I sent out texts... And after half an hour, no replies. I knew my co-worker, now husband, lived in a town between where we worked and where I lived. I decided to call up a guy I barely knew outside of work and hope he was as kind as he seemed to be. Fifteen minutes later, he was picking me up. Of course, I was embarrassed and beside myself that no one had answered my calls and texts. He drove me to the nearest 24-hour store, bought a gas jug, drove to a gas station, went in to pay for the gas, came out with a cup of coffee too. It was just turning cold out. Drove me back to my car got me squared away and followed me back to the same gas station so I could fill up in case something went wrong. Y'all, I had plenty of money, I'm just forgetful. I stated this multiple times throughout the night. He just kept saying, you've had a long day, let me help. We get to the gas station, he fills up my tank and came back out with a pack of the brand of cigarettes I smoked at the time. Neither of us smoke anymore, but that was part of how we bonded starting out. Me, you didn't have to do that. Him, you said you were out. Me, I can buy a pack in the morning. You keep them. Him, you know I don't smoke this brand. And hands them to me. We're standing there, having a smoke, wrapping up the night. And I just start tearing up and tell him, I'm glad you exist. That's been something we repeat to each other now and then to this day. He never brought it up after that, except years later to tell me how angry he was that no one came to get me. And to confess that no one had ever told him they were happy he existed. And that he was happy he hadn't decided to drink that night like he normally would have. I wish someone told me they were happy I existed. But seriously, that's just beautiful. Just beautiful. If he remembers little details about you, like your dog's name or your sister's job, i.e. he actually pays attention when you talk. If he remembers the answer you gave when he asked, what's up, by following up with, oh, how did insert thing you did here go? If he makes an effort to talk to you instead of just bugging you to hang out with him. If he doesn't constantly try to steer conversations towards flirting slash sexual comments. If he's perfectly fine with you not being able to hang out if stuff comes up. Those are some of the things I look for, but then again, I've been fooled before. Trust your gut, too.
It's unrealistic to expect a guy to remember every little thing about you, but if he recalls something small, it proves he was paying attention. There are other ways guys can show this, like by asking more specific questions and remembering general facts about your life. If a guy puts effort into knowing you, he's genuine. Yeah, that's solid advice. Or, more probably, he's trying to steal your skin so he can insert himself into your life seamlessly by knowing everything about you, and then everyone grows to love him more than you, and he's some kind of superior version of you, like that run of Spider-Man where Dr. Octopus stole Spider-Man's body and became the superior Spider-Man, and then Peter Parker eventually got his body back, but that won't happen for you! Respect your boundaries. It wasn't until my current BF that I realized my feelings of feeling weirded out by all the guys before him was justified. They always pushed when I expressed hesitation or discomfort. I told my BF I wasn't ready, and he didn't make move again for another two months until I was ready and initiated myself. Well, that certainly sounds like a long time my unga-bunga boy brain. I agree, that boundaries should be respected. If you think the girl's worth waiting for two months, and by God, you respect that two months and you wait. I knew my husband was a keeper. He had been my friend first, but we lost contact because he had a crazy girlfriend. When we reconnected, she was officially his ex-girlfriend, but I had an emotionally abusive fiancé. He talked me out of it. He helped me get the courage to leave, and then he waited for me to heal. I gave him no time frame. I told him that I needed to be single before I made another commitment because he deserved to have all of me and be more than a rebound. Neither of us saw other people. We talked every day. I told him he didn't have to wait but he insisted. When we saw each other again for the first time, he was an OTR truck driver. It clicked. We were meant to be. He switched to regional driver, I went back to college, and now we're building our lives. Seven years together, four married. Mm, 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 that was nice. Easy. They treat you the same when the passion starts to decline and you are no longer tearing each other's clothes off. I know that makes my relationship sound bad, but long-term relationships go through these phases. When both parties are tired, stressed, etc., if your man stands by you, then he's a keeper. Short term, I suppose, just wait until you know them before you sleep with them. That's not something I have been good at, though. I suppose just don't get emotionally invested in something that has not been properly defined. More solid advice. I like it, I like it. When my BF and I first got together, we were still teenagers. I got really drunk at a party and my friend bailed on me. I didn't have a ride or place to sleep that night. He took me to his house, brought me glasses of water and snacks, and didn't make a move on me all night, even when I slept in his bed in my underwear. We've been together for four years now. That's nice, even sweet, I might say, but also a pretty low bar to hold. Nice guys are nice to you. Nice guys are nice to people they don't want to get anything out of. I also have a theory that nice guys, in the you-should-have-sex-with-me-I'm-a-nice-guy sense, don't realize that being nice is the bare minimum, and thus you have to bring something else to the table. Be funny, be smart, be interesting. I'd be lying if I said there wasn't some appeal in aesthetic, but don't claim nice like that's an achievement. You're supposed to be nice. Bragging about it is a sign that you don't understand that, and it's a pretty good indication that it's not genuine. I'll admit, sometimes I think a lot of people just get that impression of like, oh, this is how a girl will like me by watching like, I don't know, those really typical anime where a guy is just like, you know, the bare minimum of nice to someone or kind in some small way and the girl's like, oh, no other guy's ever been like this before. Newsflash, boys. A majority of men in the world are not scumbags or total pieces of crap, and there is some solid competition out there. And if you want to compete, well, guess what? Self-improvement of the body and mind is necessary.
You can never know, and I'm not a girl, but my significant other says that she could tell with me because I was the same around her as I was with my friends and her friends. I was respectful to her family, and I had a good career. Even then, there was skepticism at the start, but I just kept hanging out with her, and then we just had sex one day. It was a good day. Well, I guess it's not bad to get another perspective on the matter. It's really hard to initially tell. Usually I play it safe and don't really bring up anything sexual for a while. And if they're the type to really want sex and nothing else, usually they'll start making every conversation about it and almost insisting something happens soon. The ones you stick with are the ones that respect your boundaries and stay friends with you for you, not just your body. Oh, I don't know, there are some patient ones out there. But this individual is certainly not wrong. Watch his behavior. A genuine good guy will invest his time in you even if he's been busy he'll reach out to see how your day was because he cares want to learn things about you it won't be superficial facts he wants to know about who you are your hopes family the things most important to you support you he will want to know your hopes dreams and ambitions for example you need to study and there's a party he wants you to go to with him if you tell him your studies are more important he won't pressure you or guilt trip you for not going show you off he will want to go on dates post pictures with you, tell his friends and family about you. He doesn't want to confine you only to his apartment or bedroom. Engages in meaningful conversation. He will try to connect on more than just a physical level. It will be intellectual and emotional. A lot can also be said from a guy's language. Listen for the way he speaks. Does he say you're beautiful or puts you down? You should do more squats. Only talk sexually about your looks. Watch his eyes. There's a difference between a loving look and a lustful look. Keep in mind that everyone has flaws and nobody is perfect. To expect anyone to complete a checklist on a daily basis is excessive. We are human. Mistakes happen. But with a genuinely good man, it won't be an everyday occurrence. He will care and always strive to improve. These are just a few differences that I've noticed about the players and the man who treats me like a princess. Hope it helps you. Best of luck you meet your prince charming pretty much hit the nail on the head with my current boyfriend, I knew it was when he invited me to meet his best friend. His best friend is old enough to be his dad, but they trust each other so much. They help each other with racing and are very close. Another sign is when he would tell me what people would say at work. His co-workers would joke about me or ask about me. So that meant they knew about me, and he talked about me. That's a huge sign. Yeah, I like this how I like my women. Short and sweet. That's actually not a lie. I like tall women because I don't have to lean down to give them a kiss. You know a guy is genuinely good if he has a large anime collection that ranges from figures, manga, DVD sets, and if he has a katana, wears a dashing fedora, has a well-kept and well-moisturized neck beard by Mountain Dew, Doritos, and Grease, weighs at least 300 pounds, lives in his mom's basement at 37. Honestly, these types of guys are so much more genuine than a typical Chad trying to get laid. Picturing the dude from YOLO, Crystal Fantasy, or I don't know, he was better in the sequel, to be honest. He was hilarious in the sequel series. Reputation. Is he known in the friend circle for being a player? Stage in life. Does he talk about settling down with someone? Does he associate that someone with you? Personality. How does he behave around his close friends? What do they talk about? Does he keep his promises? Previous relationships. Does he have a previous long-term relationship? Did he have stages of one-night stands? Cheating history. Did he ever cheat before? If you're allergic to some food, does he avoid bringing that food near you? If you are sick, is he by your side? If you want to see him more often, does he make an effort to compromise? Yeah, that's 
all pretty correct stuff to be looking out for if you're, you know, gauging a man for his uh, long-term value, I guess. It's not a bad thing to think about, ladies. It's generally easiest to tell through how they treat people differently, but seeing them learn about your relationship status is obviously a shortcut if it's available to you. It's always a bummer when you're having a great time with a group of people and a guy you are hitting it off with, you platonically in your view, learns you're in a relationship and immediately starts to ignore you. It always really makes me sad, not that it happens a ton. I'm not a smoke show or anything. It's like, oh, I guess I'm just not as funny and interesting as I thought I was. That person didn't actually enjoy our conversation. He was just working on a potential lead. It really brings you low as a woman to see that guy continue to enthusiastically socialize with other guys in attendance after he stopped talking to you upon discovering your unavailability. I acknowledge the potential downsides to being on the male side of this equation. I was aware of them already, but now I've got an inbox nice and full of the same few messages over and over about how I just need to see it from a different perspective. I'm only trying to share my own experience and my own perspective of the downsides for women. You know, that's an aspect that I've never really thought about. Not that I've ever chosen to just blatantly ignore a woman after finding out that she's taken or anything like that. But I also naturally understand the male perspective as well. Wherein, if you're a half-decent guy, if a woman says no, not interested or I have a boyfriend, I'm unavailable, whatever the reason is, you're just gonna move on, get on with your time, and keep on looking. And while patience may be a virtue, why get your hopes up in thinking that something could happen in the future that very well may never happen? You've already been disappointed, potentially even laid your soul bare. And some men, honestly, just don't have the stomach to look someone in the eyes that they've exposed themselves to. But again, I absolutely get where this woman is coming from. I I never really thought about it like that. If he has crippling trust issues, he already doesn't expect anything from you. He doesn't expect anything from anyone. feel like a dude wrote this. And yet... I hear that. I found a really good checklist to be, is he trying to elicit a specific behavior or response from me, or is he being sincere? Is he focused on how the situation affects him or how it affects me slash the people around him? Example, I've had both good guys and nice guys tell me they had feelings for me. The nice guy said, well, I just don't understand why you won't go out with me. Like, what else could I do? You're, you're the perfect girl for me. You don't know how hard it is to see the perfect person for you and not be able to have them. The good guy said, since we're friends, I think I owe it to you to be totally honest and tell you that I've started developing feelings for you. You don't have to reciprocate or anything right now, I just wanted to be upfront so things don't get weird later. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. 
Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Both hyperbole, I'm sure, because I don't think anyone actually speaks like that. Also, I'm seeing a lot of checklists on here. Women, can you just tell me, is that a thing you do? You just look for checklists on, like, you know, how to spot the ideal man for you? I agree with the other posts, but to add something less conventional that might not apply to all guys, I find that when a guy is really, really interested, then they sometimes act nervous or hesitate a little. Makes it less likely that they're trying to get into someone's pants kind of guys and genuinely likes you and doesn't want to fudge it up. Oh, most definitely. I'll always remember the most nervous I was when I asked my girlfriend, Do you want to play Sonic Adventure 2 Battle on the GameCube? Guy here, everyone is a butthole about something. Grammar Nazi goes on and on about the difference between Star Trek and Star Wars. Obnoxious around sports. Obnoxious around politics. Snobbish about beer. Crossfitter. Gamer. Etc. Most of us learn to be civil about our buttholery, but we learn to manage it and recognize that it's kind of unacceptable. We apologize for it, but we don't hide it. If you can't find a guy's metaphorical butthole, he He's definitely not a nice guy. The Duke couldn't agree more. That's enough unnecessary editing on my part, but there was something vaguely Duke Nukem-esque about that comment for some reason. So my boyfriend and I were friends for a couple of years before we got together. I was dating another guy the entire time. I actually fell for current BF while dating the other guy. X was an abusive butthole. I didn't cheat on him, so regret nothing. He was into me and very much wanted to date me, but since I had a boyfriend, he accepted that it wasn't possible and was content to be my friend. Although I complained about the ex to him all the time, he had never once badmouthed him or disrespected our relationship. And when it got painful for him to be in love with a girl he couldn't have, he didn't take it out on me. He simply distanced himself a bit and let himself heal. He's a good man. That is pretty darn nice. I'm glad things worked out for them. I let guys know in advance that my pants are off limits. The ones who seem unfazed by this are generally better guys than the ones who pull a face and try to negotiate. Not even if the terrorists have placed a a bomb in your nether regions and my penis is the only thing big or small enough to, like, get to it and disarm it? Bruno, how would your penis even operate the complicated bomb-disarming gear? I've been training for this very specific event my entire life. If he treats me like a normal human being and not a locked chest in a video game and or a math problem. That being said, sometimes you don't know until you do it with them and they turn into complete buttholes. I had a really close friend who acted like a genuine, real friend for about a year and a half without trying to get in my pants. And then completely ghosts me once we had sex. It was really bizarre and kind of screwed up. A good tip to discern the latter. If they have a certain reputation or they treat you differently than others, it's a yellow flag and you should look a bit closer. So that's what women mean when they say they don't want to jeopardize the friendship. If his face lights up when he sees you, he respects when you say no, remembers your likes and dislikes, and he takes care of you when you're sick as a dog, even though you're contagious. You'll never find... As long as you live, someone who loves you, tender like I do. When he does the right thing, even when he's conflicted at times, being aware of how his actions may make someone feel and is in tune with other people's emotions, not crossing boundaries with a lady, ever. After typing this, I feel like I'm asking for too much, even I'm not this perfect. But no one needs to be perfect for someone to love them.
Your question is vague, and if you want generic advice, just keep on scrolling through the numerous comments on what makes a good guy. A good guy is a subjective measure, so it's what works for you. That's why women struggle to leave abusive relationships, because somewhere in them, they find a good guy. Don't overanalyze this, because it has to work for you. You should feel comfortable with the guy, and most importantly, you should have fun, and it should be easy. If it's a struggle, then walk. What's stopping you? He hasn't gotten your pants already, so why are you worried of walking? If you're a good judge of character, you'll get more good guys than bad, but that's because you judge character better and select more compatible matches, not because there are more or less good or bad guys out there. Reality is, all guys want to get in your pants. If we didn't, then we would be gay and want to get in another dude's pants. Your actual question is, how do I keep a guy in my pants? For that, you need to ask yourself, what do I actually bring to the table? Too many girls are just pretty and nothing more. Guys get bored of them and leave them or cheat and the the answer to that is lead a fulfilling life. Have interests, be curious, confident, and genuine. If you're an interesting woman that is able to look after herself, you will be more appealing to guys, and they will want to stick around. One final thing I would say, beware of the jealous guys that would prevent you from doing this. You need a person who will support you maturing as a human being, but at the same time be comfortable telling you that he doesn't like you seeing your ex, for example. For that, you need a guy who is confident and active and fulfilling himself. I ain't gonna lie, the guy came in pretty hot, sounding snobbish and overall rather disagreeable in general, but that's some solid advice right there. Probably some of the best advice that I've seen on this thread. My husband was the first guy I ever went on a real date with. On said date, it started raining while we were taking a walk outside and he took off his jacket just to hold it over me. Before that, I thought real dates didn't actually happen anymore. He's always been the kindest and gentlest man I've ever had in my life. Never judges me or puts me down in any way. Even when guys are trying to act like they care to get in your pants, they are terrible at it and end up saying or doing something degrading. Well, you sound quite happy with your husband, but that also sounded like a lone note to end on, and I shall not allow it. My husband and I didn't kiss until we got engaged, and didn't do anything past that until we were married. It's been 11 years now, and we're still going strong. I know it's not a popular way to go about it, but it worked for us. Oh, yeah! Good old Christian boys and girls in the house! But for real, though, I have mad respect for people who can wait that long and be that dedicated to one another without, you know, being intimate like that. I mean, I said at the very beginning, my ungabunga man brain says to me, two months to wait that long is a pretty long time. If you gave me that as a definitive time to wait that long for intimacy, I might make myself a goddamn advent calendar for like Christmas time with the chocolates in it to, you know, give myself something to look forward to every day. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. Put the playlist on in the background to finish listening to all the stories. And if you like Am I the Genius, give Am I the Jerk a shot. Linked in the description below.